Hi friends, hope we're doing well. I'm not wearing my headset today because I just took a shower, so my hair is soaking wet and I really didn't want to put like a headset on top of me. But it also got me thinking like, I get so overwhelmed anytime I start a podcast recording or I start a stream or anything like that. And I wonder if it has anything to do with my headset. I know that that sounds silly, but hear me out. Whenever I put the headset on, it makes me like a little claustrophobic and I just get stressed out thinking like, oh gosh, I'm going to start streaming or I'm going to start recording and I'm going to start talking to people. I don't know. Maybe it's silly to literally pin that on just a headset, but at least now without the headset on me, I feel like I'm just doing what I normally do, which is just talk to myself every day. So yeah, I'm live and yeah, I'm recording. Well, I'm not live. Yeah, I'm recording, but now it's like I'm not as stressed. I don't know. Can an object bring stress? Is that a silly question? Like, why would a headset stress me out? I don't know. But anyway, hi. How are we doing? I hope we're having a good week. Unless you're listening to all of this back to back, then maybe it hasn't been a week since the last time um, you heard me in a podcast. But I still hope that you're having a good week because the way that I started that sentence made it sound like I just disregarded everything that was happening because you listen to these recordings back to back. But that's not the case. Hi. Thanks for listening. Today I wanted to talk about um, something that's been on my mind. It will not like consistently, but it pops into my head every once in a while where I just kind of reminisce about some of the early games that I played in my childhood because maybe this is your first episode, maybe you've been listening for a while, but I've technically been gaming since I was like four years old and my first game was Mortal Kombat. So that was like an OG, like this is a gamer game. But today I want to talk about some of the games that I played when I was a kid. Like I'm talking disc games, like when computers used to have a little slit in the front of them to put in a CD. Mm -hmm. That's what we're talking about today. I know some of y'all may be older than me and you're like, Brie, I remember when I had to pull up something that I burned onto a floppy disk or whatever. I don't know. I know what floppy disks are, but I never used them. So shush, shush. Today we're talking about CDs. CD games. I have a little list here, but I want to see if there are any more that pop up. Children, children's computer games from the 2000s. Here we go. Let's see. Oh, computer labs. I miss computer labs. Does everybody remember computer labs? I feel like that's a silly question. I remember when we would have to go to computer labs for school, but we would have to do classwork in them. And then somebody would try booting up Club Penguin or Webkins and just get us all kicked out of the computer lab. But I I also remember I had an aftercare that I would go to after school since my parents were still working. And they would just shove all of us into a computer lab and just have us entertain ourselves with like cool math games for hours. But I wanna talk about like CD style games. So we're gonna go through a few lists here and I'm gonna see, sorry, I'm drinking. Oh wow, that was a really sweet sip of coffee. 
I'm gonna see if any of these games like speak to me. The first one's The Sims. I didn't play any of the disc version of The Sims because my first Sims game was Sims 3, but I have thought about going back and getting like Sims 2 or the original Sims, even though I guess I can't really play them on this computer because this computer doesn't have a CD drive, but my laptop does. So maybe just to explore and see because i love older gens of games even though they may be broken as shit i feel like i would still enjoy it zumbinis what is this like little blueberry guys i've never heard of that game before i've never played the oregon trail where in the world is cameron san diego this is before my time pajama sam now that is this is a franchise well i say franchise but this is a series that i played the fuck out of i love pajama sam so those of you who don't know about Pajama Sam, um, I guess you're living under a rock. It's this little guy that like is green and he wears this blue onesie, these blue footy pajamas, and he has this like red cape and he's just terrified of the dark and he's just always exploring when he should be asleep. He finds like little crevices in his room that lead to other worlds where you know he's dreaming, but you just get to explore and do all these cool puzzles and yes these are literal children's games that i'm talking about where you have to be like at least two years old you have to be able to look at things to be able to play these games but i want to reminisce because there's one game that i had that wasn't pajama sam i'll talk about pajama sam a little bit more in a second but there was one game that i had that i'm hoping to find on one of these lists because i played it to death when I was a child. I can't remember the name of it because after playing it to death, the CD itself was just so destroyed that I couldn't even run the game anymore. And I believe at some point in my child brain, I switched up all the game CDs and their cases. So I completely just lost track of what game this was. So I'm hoping it pops up on one of these lists because I will cry if it doesn't, because I've been wanting to play it. I don't care if it's like somewhere on an emulator or if I have to buy a CD copy off of eBay. I want to play the game so bad. Or even on YouTube. If somebody has a playthrough on YouTube just to like satisfy that piece of my childhood, I want it so bad. But I played Pajama Sam. This is a different game now. We're talking back about Pajama Sam. I played Pajama Sam on stream one day and I was honestly kind of surprised at how many people that haven't heard of Pajama Sam because this was like one of the main games of my childhood. The one that I played was, um, what's it called? I have it on Steam. I'm so happy that they have Pajama Sam on Steam. I think they also have Putt-Putt on Steam, which we'll probably get to Putt-Putt later. There's no need to hide when it's dark outside. I put so many hours into that game. This was another game that the CD was probably just fucked up, but really good game. Did anybody play Pajama Sam? Let me know. There's definitely going to be a bunch of games on this list that I've never played, but I've heard of. Uh, my parents only gave me a few copies of games, so we'll see. Math Blaster. Psh, we didn't play educational games. This one's Detective Barbie. I didn't have Detective Barbie, but I played through like a horse Barbie game and Barbie as Rapunzel. Barbie Horse Adventures. That's what I played. Where's Barbie as Rapunzel? <gasps> this one, beautiful. Barbie as Rapunzel came out in 1997. Barbie as Rapunzel is another game that I played on stream, which everybody was like, wow, she's literally lost her marbles. But 
every once in a while, I just want to reminisce and play games that I played when I was a kid because sometimes, sometimes I just want to go back in time, man. I want to, I want to explore what gave me so much joy when I was younger. I don't know. This one's Detective Barbie and the Mystery of the Carnival Capper. What's he capping? Plays Detective Barbie on her mission to find Ken, who somehow got lost in a carnival. Oh, psh, yeah, no reason I never played that game. Oh, Jumpstart. That's like a... I don't know if it was a brand, but it was definitely one of those things that made a whole bunch of games. Like, there were a whole bunch of Jumpstart games. This one's Jumpstart uh, Third Grade Adventure. It looks like a little robot guy. I never played it. Spy Fox. Oh, you know what? I think I did have a Spy Fox game. It might have been this one, Operation Ozone. Reading the name, it doesn't sound familiar, but looking at the little fox guy, he kind of does. You play as a spy fox and work through the government to save the world from devastating effects of climate change. I don't know if I played this one specifically then. I don't really remember much of the gameplay, but I do remember this fox for some reason. The Amazon Trail I didn't play. Mario teaches typing? They have a Mario typing game? The Castle of Dr. Brain. This looks interesting. I didn't play this, but the pictures that it's showing, it looks kind of like a I spy meets puzzle meets exploration adventure game. The goal of this game was to get to the top of Dr. Brain's castle to become his assistant. I think, wow, that's cool. That game looks awesome. Castle of Dr. Brain. I didn't play Roller Coaster Tycoon. That was too... That was too much for my little brain, and I didn't play Civ until I was older. Okay, what's on this list? Zumbinis again? What is Zumbinis? Oh, I Spy. Here's I Spy. I played I Spy a little bit, but I would always get so frustrated because it was just the same thing over and over again. Does anybody actually like I Spy? Because I remember they also had the books when I was in school where you would just go through and try to find everything, and I would get so frustrated because I would lose track, where I'd be looking for, let's say, a spool of yarn. I'm looking for a spool of yarn, and then I find a duck, but the duck was later on in the list, so then I get confused, and I'm like, okay, well, I found the duck, and then I skip around, and I'm like, well, I'm still looking for the spool of yarn, but did I find the spool of yarn? I don't know. The game also was kind of creepy in my eyes. They had so many rooms that were set up. Like, there's a picture here that I'm looking at where you're literally searching for things in an attic. That's terrifying. I spy two hangers, tail of a cat, face... Face in a frame, a dusty top hat. Like, this is just creepy. Super creepy. I didn't really care for I Spy, but maybe that's just me. There's a whole bunch of typing games that are on these lists. I, I've never played typing games. Yeah, learn to type, learn to type. Oh, here we go. Putt-Putt King. Um, I played a few Putt-Putt games. There were so many that I owned that I would just play, like, the same two over and over again. Specifically... Putt-Putt saves the zoo, and I still have the theme song stuck in my head. I'm just like, Putt-Putt saves the zoo. Putt-Putt saves the zoo. Did anybody play Putt-Putt? Am I crazy? Oh, they have all of them on Steam. Let's go. Okay, I'm just going to search Putt-Putt. Give me all of them. Okay. Putt-Putt saves the zoo is definitely one that I played. Putt-Putt enters the race is one that I played. Putt-Putt joins the parade. Oh my goodness, Papa travels through time? Oh, he gets to see the dinosaurs? Papa joins the circus? I, I wanna I wanna get these games. Papa goes to the moon? Oh, we're getting these games. I'm so sorry. It has to happen. We're gonna have a little putt-putt montage on Steam. Steam, stream. Nobody can stop me. Putt-putt and Pajama Sam were definitely my go-tos when I was a child. 
Oh, Freddy the Fish. I think I owned one game of Freddy the Fish, but I didn't really care for it. But I know a lot of people used to play Freddy the Fish. That's one game that always pops up whenever people, um, I talk to people about this sort of topic. There's also, of course, like, um, website games. Like, I talk about how I played Club Penguin, Webkins all the time. I never played Wizard 101. I know that that's kind of come back a little bit. There are a lot of people that I know that have been playing a lot of Wizard 101 recently. I never played it. So I don't know anything about it, but I remember I would always see commercials on it. And of course, like just the collective websites that have like cool math games where there's so many games on there. I think there was games to go or something. I don't know. There were so many websites that just had hundreds of games that we would just always rush to in the computer lab. I'm determined to find this game though that I can't seem to remember. It was like you were in this medieval kingdom and it was for a, a young kid so it was a lot of math and a lot of shapes but you were in a kingdom and from what i remember from the case itself there was like little market sh stalls i i don't know i'm gonna i'm gonna find it that's what i'm doing today i'm gonna find it i wonder why my parents even like bought these games where do you even buy games like this because I know obviously times have changed and I was so young when these games were bought for me. But would there just be like a setup in Walmart? Oh gosh, am I like, I apologize if I'm making anybody cringe by this question. Just, I can't imagine it. Like, would they go to Best Buy? Would they go to Walmart? Like, where would you buy computer games? Because they were physical computer games and this was before like eBay and Amazon were super popular or even around really, because I know eBay was around, but not a lot of people used it. So where where would you buy CD games? I feel so silly asking that question because they would just appear. It wouldn't be like, oh, we're gonna go take you to the store and you can go pick out a computer game that you want. No, they would just kind of be at my computer and just be there. Did they come with the computer? No. All right, what if I just Google children's computer game from the 2000s mid eve medieval kids medieval games here we go oh reddit i swear reddit let me scroll reddit okay did i find it is this it oh. fisher price great adventures castle is this it oh. i found it i found it Fisher-Price Great Adventures Castle. Okay, so I guess that this was like another genre of games. Oh my goodness, there's a literal playthrough. There's a literal playthrough. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Yeah, because I literally just Googled <laughs> children's game from the early 2000s medieval and somebody put up a Reddit thread five years ago. It says late 90s, early 1000s, uh, 2000s kids medieval game cartoon game. Platforms PC genre, possibly an education game. Estimated year release around late 90s or early 2000s. Graphic art style, cartoon 2D. Notable characters. A knight with a big brown mustache. Looks like a dwarf holding a stick-like weapon in a castle. Notable gameplay mechanics. Click around the castle and explore little mini games. Can't remember exactly what. I remember the PC disc was red and had a knight with a mustache on it. Sorry for the details. I can't remember very well. That's more than me. I just remember there being like a castle. Oh my goodness. The beginning of this playthrough says, this game performs best and looks best when your monitor is set to 640 by 480. 
at 256 colors. What? Wow, that's crazy. I need to watch this playthrough later. I'm so happy that I found that. That was my goal. And I did it. Hey, have you had a chance to check out our new merch site? You haven't? Well, well, what are you doing? Go check it out. Go to blindedbysilence.com right now because since you're a podcast listener, you're going to get 10% off your entire order. Use code podcast at checkout. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T to save 10%. There's one system that I wish I owned, but I never got a chance to own because I didn't have any older siblings. I feel like most people my age that I was friends with that had this system only had it because they were younger and they had like a hand-me-down version of it. I never got to play a Game Boy, never. I never owned a Game Boy and I've always been fascinated by them. I got a DS and I know that that was like kind of after Game Boy. I always wanted to play a Game Boy, but now that I think about it, I don't know any of the games that were even on a Game Boy. Like would I have even liked it or would it have just been a waste of time? go through some of this. Maybe some of you will reminisce, but I never got a chance to even think about any of these games. I don't know. Okay, let's see. So we have Pokemon Blue and Red. I never played any of the original gens of Pokemon. My first Pokemon game was Sword and Shield. So it looks like there's a few different Pokemons. So Red and Blue, Gold and Silver, Pokemon Yellow, Dr. Mario, some Donkey Kong games, Super Mario Land, Super Mario Land 2, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. Okay, I guess the first, the original Link's Awakening was on Game Boy. Metroid, Legend of Zelda Oracle of Seasons. That's the one that I haven't heard of. Oracle of Ages, Legend of Zelda. There's a Tetris 2. Are these like actual games on Amazon? Game Boy New. Should I buy a Game Boy on Amazon? 20 bucks? Is this just like games? Oh my goodness, you could buy like 30 games off of eBay for $2. I have to look at this. Am I about to buy this? New Game Boy Collection. Are these the actual games? How much is a Game Boy? Can I buy a Game Boy today? Renewed? Why are they so expensive? Hold on. I don't want Amazon renewed. Let's just look up normal Game Boy. These are all fake Game Boys. Why is it so expensive? Game Boy Advance, $200. <gasps> How much was it when it originally came out? Because they have a whole bunch of them now. Like I could still buy one if I wanted. Wow. So you can buy a Game Boy now on Amazon, like renewed for $200, but when it came out, the Game Boy is an 8-bit handheld game console developed and manufactured by Nintendo. The first handheld Game Boy family was released in Japan on April 21st, 1989, and it retailed for $90. It was now double the price. That's crazy. I have a friend of mine that just got a PS Vita like a year or two ago because she always wanted one that was like her console from her childhood that she wanted. And I didn't realize, like obviously with older consoles, especially older handhelds, they just didn't have the technology that they have now. Like they, they had it, but they didn't, I don't know, it wasn't as advanced. So I didn't realize that the PS Vita, you have to have like your own memory card but i think they only sell like specific memory cards that are compatible with the vita and you can't like save your game on the game i may be wrong about all this but you can't save your game on the game like i remember she was complaining about storage like you would need a separate memory card for each game pretty much unless you wanted to lose all your progress which of course you don't so that was crazy to me I didn't even remember the PS Vita. When did the PS Vita come out? 2011. Where was I? <laughs> when did the DS come out? 
June 2006. Okay. Oh, they have a Minecraft Creeper DS? Do they still make DSs? No, probably not, because they have the Switch now. Why would they make a DS? I'm silly. I mean, I still see them in stores. They have this, like, 2DS XL or whatever it is. I always wanted a 3DS, because I know that there were a few games that I wanted, but they were only compatible with the 3DS because what they did was they made the 3DS backwards compatible so you could get games from your DS and put it into the 3DS but the 3DS games had this little notch that couldn't fit into a regular DS handheld console so then you couldn't use it. It made me really mad because I didn't want to go and buy a whole new thing but oh well. I also kind of wish that we owned a Wii. I know that I talk about this a lot, especially on stream. I never had a Wii. I had some knockoff version from Walgreens that only had Walgreens sports. <laughs> so it wasn't Wii sports, it was some Walgreens knockoff. But it was a very cheaply made knockoff that was probably $20 at Walgreens. But I really wish I had a Wii. Whenever I would go over to my friends' houses, they would have their Wii and I would drive them nuts because I always wanted to play. So we would play Mario Kart, we play WarioWare. I don't know if anybody's familiar with WarioWare. They just made a remastered version for the Switch that I really want to get my hands on because that was part of my childhood. WarioWare, I never really played Wii Fit. I think I had a friend that tried to get me into Wii Fit and I was like, why are you calling me fat? So I never played Wii Fit. I don't know, I just, I didn't have a Wii. What other Wii games are there? Oh, um, didn't they have a Cooking Mama for the Wii? I feel like they did. I own every single Cooking Mama for the DS and it's honestly a little sad. Like I even have Crafting Mama. That's how sad it is. Oh, Just Dance. Why have I never heard of any of these games before? We talk about Xbox, the original Xbox games that I used to play. I owned like every single Dead or Alive and Mortal Kombat. I even had Dead or Alive 2. If you ever play Dead or Alive and you know Dead or Alive 2, then you know what I'm talking about. My dad got me that game because he was like, oh, she's a girl. There's girls in this game. I'm sure she'd she'd like it because girl things. Um, no, I think if I try to buy it now, Dead or Alive 2. Oh, not Dead or Alive 2. What's the one I'm thinking of? Is it 3? Oh, Dead or Alive Extreme 2. Sorry, my bad. There's an extreme in there. Oh, it's, oh, okay, it's not that expensive anymore. I don't remember what year it was, but I looked up this game to buy it, and this game was, oh, they have a new one for Switch? You're fucking kidding. Sold. Sold. My childhood. I don't know why. Here's a listing for one for a hundred bucks. They were like a thousand dollars to buy this game. I was like, are you fucking kidding? Because this was my childhood. I know that that sounds absolutely fucking terrible because you're probably looking it up now if you don't know what it is. Dead or Alive Extreme 2. So Dead or Alive was a fighting game and Dead or Alive Extreme 2 was only the women and the women in Dead or Alive have a lot of jiggle physics. There's a lot of jiggle physics. And all this game is, is you're on a beach resort with all the ladies and you can play in the casino, you can gamble in the casino, you could play 
beach volleyball. You could do water sports. It was just a fun time, okay? They're literally all labeled M for mature, and I was playing this game as like a seven-year-old. But I was living my best fucking life. It was a good game. Thanks, Dad. I really liked this game. It taught me how to play... Um, <laughs> it taught me how to play poker and blackjack at the age of seven. But hey, it's won me a few hands at the casino, so can I be mad? No. That is so funny. I may actually get a copy of this game. I need to look into this. Dead or Alive Extreme 3 for the Switch? I need this in my life. I need this in my life. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I feel like I should get it for Switch. Are people gonna judge me if I get it for Switch? That's one thing that I always worry about. I don't want people to see, like, games that I'm playing, and then they just kind of are like, oh, why the fuck? <laughs> why the fuck are you playing that, Brie? But I don't have anybody on PlayStation. They have Dead or Alive Extreme 3 for PS Vita. What? If, if I go into a GameStop right now and buy this game, do you think I'd be judged? Do they not make it anymore? Why are they so expensive? Why can't I buy it new? Why are they all used? I want somebody's used copy. I don't know what they did to it. Especially not this game. All right, I'm I'm going to stop doing research now. Um Is there a game from your childhood that like really stands out? Whether it's one of these disc games, like if it was on a disc or if it was on a website, or even if it wasn't on PC. Like, is there a game from your childhood that you think about every once in a while and you're like, wow, you know, I wish that I could play that game again and feel like how I did when I was a kid and just enjoy this game and play it over and over. Like, time wasn't an issue or I had no responsibilities and just be a kid again. I think about it. A lot, especially now that I have to do so many adult things. I just think about wow, you know, I want to go back to the early 2000s where my monitor was like the size of my head and I could just play these really shitty point and click games and live my best life and eat chicken nuggets and mac and cheese and vibe. I don't know, let me know. But it was nice chatting with you guys. I hope you enjoyed. And I will catch you in the next podcast episode. If you're not already following the podcast and you want to get notified for the next episode, then be sure to follow on your favorite streaming platform. Also, be sure to check out the description because all my socials are listed down there. But I'll catch you next time. Bye!